Hello everyone, welcome back to Everything and More. I am your host, Jasmine. So today we'll be talking about disappointments. And what do we do with disappointments? How do we deal with them? How do we express them? Where do they go when we don't deal with them? And I found myself really asking myself this question lately of how do you deal with disappointment do you talk about it do you immediately go to the person that has disappointed you or do you put it in a bottle and you just sit it on the shelf and you don't deal with it so I wanted to give you the definition of disappointment in other words disappointment it means the um, the adjective is it's sad or displeased because someone or something has failed to fulfill one's hopes or expectations. And when I read that, I realized that when we put people in the place of we replace people with our expectations and when people don't live up to the expectation of what we want them to be it's easy for us to be disappointed but today I want to talk about what do you do with your disappointments I know many times we have high expectations for things people certain places that we go to and when those expectations aren't met what do you do? Do you turn the blame on the people that couldn't meet the expectation? Or do you turn the blame to yourself and think that there is something wrong with you because the people that you expected to do something or you had high hopes in, they couldn't reach that level of expectancy. And the more I soul search the more I research about these things because I know that this it's easy for us to walk in disappointment it's easy to walk in resentment and anger and frustration like that that unspoken frustration is dangerous and I believe when there is unspoken frustration and unseen frustration you know there has to be an underlying layer of disappointment somewhere and I've always thought that when we find ourselves feeling sad, unhappy, displeased because something was not good as we expected it or because something you had actually hoped for or expected it did not happen, you know, that does not mean that there is something wrong with you. That does not mean that the people around you, that there is something wrong with them. I believe that we have to be in a secure place in who we are to understand that not everything is going to happen the way we want it to happen. People are not going to do it how we would do it. They're not going to respond and how we would respond. And I feel like if we would get in a place where we understand that everyone is human but everyone is not going to respond how you respond. That will save a lot of, you know, frustration and it will save a lot of disappointment. When I was studying disappointment and the feelings of it, you know, many times we could 
feel sad and unhappy and we could think oh I'm depressed or oh I'm stressed and yes you could be those things but you have to ask yourself why am I feeling sad why am I feeling depressed why am I feeling like I don't want to get up and do anything why am I feeling like I'm just tired all the time did someone disappoint you you know did someone hurt you did someone say something to you that discouraged you from doing something that you wanted to do you know these are questions that we have to ask ourselves and when we learn how to deal with disappointment and deal with it head on we can save ourselves a lot of time a lot of frustration you know a lot of anger you know we can save ourselves from having to go through these emotions when all we had to do was face it head on And the more we suppress our disappointments and suppress our failures and suppress the things that we weren't able to do or suppress, you know, the fact that people didn't show up when we thought they would show up or we didn't pass a test that we thought we would pass or we wasn't able to be at someone's beck and call when they needed us when we're able to deal with those disappointments because not only do we get disappointed you know we disappoint people and we feel that 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 tension of dang I disappointed someone and that's not a good feeling either because we never because we never want to be in a place where we let someone down but this is where communication comes in when you want to grow and when you want to reach higher heights in your life communication has to be on both sides of the fence we can't just want people to communicate with us and we don't communicate with them and disappointment can cause us to be in a place where we don't speak about our feelings because we're sitting in a place where you didn't meet my expectations so why would I talk to you Why would I explain something to you when I know that you let me down before? And that's a dangerous place to be in. We have to learn how to communicate, how to understand each other, how to be able to operate in differences. Because when we do that, we open up the door to be able to shut out. I mean, we open up the door to let out frustration and we we invite you know, communication and solutions in. And we we have to overcome this stigma of feeling like the ball is in our court when someone does something that we don't like and we we can control the tempo and we can control how you know we respond or when we respond because that's just who we are as people but I honestly feel like you know there's gonna come a time in your adult life where you don't want to play the who has the ball in the court game anymore you you get to a place in your life where you have to communicate and you have to talk about your disappointments you have to talk about the things that you know, have let you down, have caused you to be frustrated because at some point in your life, you're going to have a family. 
You're going to have a husband. You're going to have peers. You, you even need to know how to communicate on your jobs at, at school, you know, with your children, with your sisters and brothers. It's important to not let disappointment overshadow who you are as a person. You don't want to let disappointment, you know, overshadow your thinking and you're not in a place where you can think clearly or logical. So I wanted to just talk about disappointment because I know that it's so easy for us to get disappointed with anything, you know, just small examples. You know, you're expecting someone to show up to an event and they don't show up. So you're disappointed. You're disappointed in them, but you don't know the reason. And I feel like we don't give people room to reason with why they couldn't show up or why you know they wasn't able to make an event we just sit in disappointment and we shut out anybody's reason or giving them an opportunity to say why they did what they did and I know this very well I know that I can be the person that if you disappoint me I'm not going to deal with you. But that's not always the right answer. It's not always the right thing to do. And you have to ask yourself, why am I so quick to shut people out? Is it because I don't want to feel that pain again? Is it because I don't want to feel that frustration or feel that feeling of being let down again? These are the questions that we have to ask ourselves and there is nothing wrong with readjusting your focus there is nothing wrong with taking a step back and saying okay let me let me view myself let me see how I respond let me see how I retaliate because in your retaliation and in your response that's who you truly are as a person what you think in life is who you are as a person And the size, you know, I wrote this quote down and it says the size, the size of your success is measured by the strength of your desire and how you handle disappointment along the way. And Robert Kiyoski, he wrote that. And when I looked at that, that stood out to me so much because it's like if we want to be successful and we want to go far in life and we want to be able to deal with people we want to have empathy we want to know how to have great conversations with people we have to learn how to handle disappointment we have to have a desire to want to handle disappointment and want to face it head on and want to find a solution to deal with being disappointed and when we get to that place of saying to ourselves I want to have the desire to be able to deal with everything that does not feel good to me. I don't want to always live a life where everything feels good. Because what happens in those moments when you are thrown off course or something happens unexpected, like in an unexpected time, what do you do with those situations? And if you're feeling major disappointment right now, I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, how did I get here? How did I get to this place that I'm in now? Who disappointed me? What let me down? 
where did I put my my hopes and my my desires and my expectations where did I put it and how and where did I lose it where did I lose my hope where did I lose my desires to want to be the best person that I can be why did I stop expecting great things to happen for me, expecting someone to come into my life or expect an opportunity to open up for me? Where did I lose these things? And to feel disappointed is to feel let down and somewhat defeated. And you may have been in a place where you held high expectations that something will work out in your favor. But unfortunately, things didn't entirely go your way and you may find yourself holding on to an unsatisfactory outcome and finding it difficult to deal with unfulfilled promises and expectations so ask yourself what unfulfilled promises and expectations has kept me in a place of being disappointed These things are roadmaps to getting to the destination that we're supposed to be heading to. And when disappointment comes in, or we hit a speed bump of disappointment, you know, we tend to get off track. We tend to get off course. And that has never been the the cause of what we're supposed to be doing in our life and feeling disappointed of course it doesn't feel great however in the short run it can actually be quite an advantage but unfortunately most people don't see it that way and the vast majority of people tend to wallow in their disappointments and the persistent wallowing often leads to self-doubt discouragement and even depression over the long run and if we don't begin to look at you know disappointments as something that is supposed to advance us in areas in our lives and look at disappointments as something to strengthen us to learn how to deal with those hard moments and deal with deal with our expectations expectations not being met we will always find ourselves in a place of self-pity self-doubt discouragement and Living in disappointments, it can suck the life out of you. I look at it as a python spirit. And if you know anything about, anything about snakes, if a snake can wrap around his whole entire body around you, it can crush you. It can squeeze the life out of you. And I look at disappointments as that, you know. I even think about the story of Cain and Abel. When Cain was disappointed because his offering wasn't respected. And instead of dealing with his disappointment, he allowed his disappointment to turn into rage. He allowed his disappointments and his anger push him to a place to kill his brother. And being disappointed can push us into places like that. It can push us into those dark places of feeling 
like we're not worthy and feeling like there is something wrong with us. But if we had life without disappointments, everything would be easy. And sometimes you got to work hard for the things that you say you want in your life. Sometimes you have to hit a road bump. Sometimes you have to hit roadblocks. Sometimes you have to hit detours. Sometimes you have to hit U-turns. But how you deal with those detours and how you deal with those roadblocks, it says a lot about you. And I did this podcast because I want each person listening to this, I want you to understand that it is okay to get your hopes up and they not be met. But what you do after that is the most important moment of your life. The most important moment of your life is how you deal with that disappointment. What you decide to do next. Your next and your moment of now, that is the most important part of your walk. And wallowing in disappointment keeps people stuck living a life that they don't want to live and you don't want to be that person and when people experience a series of disappointments over a short period of time these disappointments weigh heavily on the minds of people and as a result they tend to get overrun overrun overran by negative thoughts and other emotions negative emotions And you have to understand when we get caught up in these negative cycles of disappointment, we get down on ourselves and we tend to wallow in self-pity. And we might say these things, I'm just not good enough. Nothing ever works out for me. This always happens to me. And of course, it's very easy to get caught up in this cycle of disappointment and continuously get down on ourselves. However, this is never helpful And it will prevent you from seeing the real value that disappointment has to offer. I learned that disappointment can actually be an incredible, powerful emotion that can help you clarify your personal expectations and pave the way forward toward the attainment of your your actual goals. And when you look at how disappointment tries to define us as being inable, unfulfilled, and it brings on roots of doubt and despair and depression and despondency and discouragement. And, you know, when we keep staying, when we keep staying in the place of being negative, we get stuck. And when we get stuck, we, we begin to feel worthless. But if we stayed in a place where we understand that disappointment is a purpose in our life. It helps us and it's to bring clarity about things, about our wants and our needs. You know, we could begin to see that disappointment is not just something negative. It's not just something bad that happens in our life. We have to get these thoughts out of our mind that nothing ever works out for us or that this always happens to me. You have to ask yourself what why did this happen 
And when you get to that why, you say this happened because it was necessary. The disappointment came to bring me strength. The disappointment came to open up my eyes that no matter what happens, that the next time this comes up in my life, I'll be able to deal with it. I'll be able to understand that this is just a moment in my life where I'm going some in a different direction and sometimes the disappointment comes to redirect us we may be going down a a road too long or we may be doing something for too long and the disappointment has to come in order for us to move in order for us to receive new disappointment It doesn't feel good, but it can be incredibly beneficial when interpreted in the right way. And there are many steps to overcome disappointment. Disappointment is, in fact, just like any other uncomfortable emotion we experience throughout the day. When it comes down to it, our emotions are nothing but guideposts that alert us to what's happening in our external environment. They help us to gain the clarity you know, that we need to make more effective choices and decisions decisions throughout the day. And I wanted to put a, a pin right there. You know, sometimes we got to stop putting our, our hopes and our desires in the hands of people. And we have to understand that, you know, or putting our identity in the hands of people. We are still great people, regardless if people don't step up to the plate or if people don't go all the way through with what they said that they would do that does not mean that there is something wrong with you you just have to understand that you got to stop putting your expectations on people and putting your expectations on things And you have to put your expectations back in you. Expect and have hopes in you. Have enough hope in you that you can get the job done. Have enough expectations in you that you can pull off the job or you can pull off the opportunity or that you can make the connection and that you're worthy enough to do it. And the first step that we have to do, we have to acknowledge how you feel about the situation. And your very first step is to acknowledge how you genuinely feel about the situation, the disappointment, the letdown, the no-show. You have to acknowledge, how does this feel? How do I really feel about this? How do I really feel about how this person just did me or how this situation made me feel or how the door that was slammed in my face, how did that make me feel? And if you're feeling disappointment, then admit it openly and honestly. Hiding your disappointment will only keep you stuck. So these are some things that, you know, you have to ask yourself. What really happened here? What should have happened? Why am I feeling disappointment, disappointed about this? And clarifying why exactly you're feeling disappointment, uh, disappointed about the situation will help you to better understand your thoughts and your expectations. Your thoughts, in fact, they are the key. 
The thoughts you initially had about a situation and how you ultimately responded to the outcome has has basically triggered your feelings of disappointment. And given this, it is imperative that you take some time to explore the thought process that led you to feel disappointed. And these things help me when I'm not able to just basically let someone know they disappointed me. I'm learning that I have to ask myself these questions. Sometimes the questions are just straight up and you have to be straight up and honest with yourself. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't you will not be honest with anyone else around you. So here's some things you can ask yourself. What was I thinking at the time? When things didn't pan out as I had anticipated. Was I blaming myself, others, or circumstances? Was I searching for excuses? How have these thoughts hindered me? And if you are one of those people that are caught up making excuses, complaining, and dodging responsibility, then you're just ignoring the real problem. And the second thing we can do is question your expectations. You know, it's a perfect time now to take a closer look at your expectations you had before the disappointment came and the circumstances took place. So ask yourself, what were my expectations about these circumstances? What what expectation did I have about myself? What were my expectations of other people in this situation? And as you answer these questions, you might recognize that perhaps your expectations weren't quite flexible or realistic enough. In such instances, continue to ask yourself the following set of questions. Overall, were my expectations about all these things realistic? Were my expectations trivial or inflexible? Were my expectations too narrow-minded? Were my expectations selfish in a way? And when it comes to disappointment, your expectations coming into the situation will always determine how you will feel after the events have taken place. So let's say, for instance, that you had no expectations at the beginning of all of this. It therefore would it wouldn't really matter what happened, right? Because you had no expectations, you now have no reason to feel disappointed. And when we come into a situation with no expectations, we naturally see the situation for what it is and select the best path moving forward. But let's say you're actually feeling disappointed. If that's true for you, then it's unlikely you took this approach. You must therefore now ask yourself one of these questions. Do my expectations set me up for disappointment? And this is one of the questions I've had to ask myself many of times. Do your expectations set you up for disappointment? How could I potentially adjust them for the next time? Just maybe there is a silver lining there. What could that be? 
And keep in mind that your unrealistic expectations will prevent you from learning and growing from this experience called disappointment. Something to keep in mind as you continue to work through this process. And I wish you guys could see this map that I have on how disappointment leads to so many things. But if you take your disappointment and you use it in the right way, it can lead you to so many great avenues in life. Another thing that we can do is take time to learn from your experience. This is the most important part of our life. When we take the time to learn from the experience, experience those feelings, let those feelings be, be a human. Deal with those thoughts, deal with those emotions and ask yourself, what can I learn from this experience? What can I learn about myself? What can I learn about my perspective of the situation? What can I learn about how I set expectations? And what can I learn from this that would help me change my approach the next time around? Because sometimes it's not the people. It's not the people around us. It's not the situations. It's not the doors that would close. It's not the people on our job. It's just our approach and our standards or our expectations. You know, sometimes we, we're, we're expecting people to jump off a 60-foot building I don't even know if that's tall but asking them to to jump off these high buildings with no parachute on expecting them to land on their feet and when they don't perform that we get upset with them and we think that they are the problem or they are the ones that can't meet the expectation when sometimes our expectations are unrealistic and these questions that we ask ourselves that we ask ourselves should open up our eyes to new perspectives and possibilities. Just maybe things aren't how they seem. And just perhaps your disappointment is an illusion. Who knows? Perhaps it's all a figment of your imagination. And the moment you begin to challenge yourself to think objectively about your circumstances is the moment you gain the clarity you need to start figuring things out. You can move forward through this disappointment. You can move forward with a renewed renewed sense of confidence that you will make the most of whatever life throws your way. You don't have to give up. You don't have to fold the chair, pick the table up and go and run away from disappointment. You can face it head on. You don't have to hide from it. You don't have to run from it. You can move forward with a renewed sense of confidence and make the most of whatever life throws your way. Another thing we can do is just take personal inventory. And by this, you should fully understand your predicament and the expectations that led your feelings of disappointment. You should have the necessary clarity you need to overcome your feelings of disappointment. And what's left is the know-how and the resources you need to work through your 
predicaments and to achieve that desired objective. With that in mind, we need to take a moment to take personal inventory over our lives. Search within. We have to ask ourselves, what skills do I have that can help me make the most of this situation? What knowledge do I have that I might be able to use here? What tools do I have at my disposal that could be helpful? And what support can I potentially garner from others? Ask yourself, what are my strengths? And how can I make the most use of them in this situation? So wherever you are in life, these questions are so important to ask. And especially if you found yourself being disappointed multiple times. Or you find yourself being disappointed like more more than you are happy or more than you find yourself your find your expectations being met these are some great great questions to ask yourselves on this journey of life and answering these questions will help remind you that you you know in fact you're incredibly resourceful You already have everything you need to turn disappointment into a positive and empowering experience. And the enemy of us, which wants us to stay in disappointment and don't see the light in everything and don't see the greater cause in everything, wants to keep us in a place of disappointment. It doesn't want us to get in a positive place have a positive mind and turn our setbacks and our disappointments and our failures into an empowering experience and when you get to a place where you turn everything into an an empowering experience you open up yourself for so much growth you open up yourself to say well this didn't happen for me but I know that something greater is coming and you begin to look at The fact that there is something great down the line that is going to come to you if it hasn't happened now. You won't turn and look at yourself as you you're not worthy or that you deserve this or this always happens. You know, we can't allow disappointment to change our vocabulary from life to death. You know, when we begin to speak life and say that it's going to happen for me, that this was just a moment of growth and I can do this. I can do all of the things that God allows me to do. I'm worthy. Then you are, you are creating a life of not only positivity, but a life of light. And you're using your words to guide you into the direction in which you've been called to go. But if you're speaking from a dark place you're gonna your words are gonna direct you to a dark place it's gonna direct you to dark people dark situations dark opportunities and and you were never called to be directed by darkness you are the light you're the light and you have to speak light you have to speak life over everything in your life even when you're disappointed you may be disappointed right now you may just got some bad news but you have to ask yourself How do I come out of this a warrior? And however, you know, to move through this process successfully, you may need to fine tune your problem solving and creative thinking skills. You're creative. You just got to dig deep and find it. And have you ever considered the fact that your disappointment is nothing more than a problem that needs to be solved? 
And to solve these problems, you would need to think creatively and critically. Only in this will you figure out a solution that can help you move past your disappointment. And you have to ask yourself again, what is the problem that I must solve? What are the facts and the tangible things that I need to work through? What creative ideas come to mind for solving problems in my life? And even as we can solve everybody else's problems and say, oh, you should do this or you should do that. Oh, if you go and do this, we have to be just as creative for our own personal lives as we are for others and helping others. And we always have to be mindful of the difference between facts and fiction. Facts are built upon concrete evidence and fictional things are based on your opinions, your assumptions and perspectives of a certain situation. And I've learned that opinions, perspectives and assumptions have no concrete evidence backing them up as such. Don't use them as the basis for making an educated decision. And we learned that in school, opinions and facts. So I know y'all with me on that. So, you know, to solve these problems successfully, you you have to cultivate optimism, patience, gratitude, and you have to have some sort of enthusiasm. And you would need to be able to adapt and be flexible in your approach. And you would need to see a positive perspective and you would need to preserve through this process until your desired outcome is achieved. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says patience produces perseverance or the trying of our faith. That's what it is. The trying of our faith produces perseverance. And some people and some um, says patience. But when we have patience, we can persevere through things. And when we persevere through things, it's only because we have learned patience. It's only because we have been disappointed. We've been tried. We've gone through some dark moments. We've gone through some things that no one knows about. But because we kept going and because we kept walking this journey, then we produce patience. And in the Bible, it said, let patience have its perfect way with you. And when we become patient to when we become patient to things, we become wiser. We learn how to respond in a wise way. We get understanding in everything before we make a decision. And in addition to this, you have to find laughter. Laughter is good for your soul. And you got to laugh at your disappointments and you got to see the humor side of every situation. This will help you relax. And may even stimulate creative thoughts, insight, and ideas. And another thing we have to do is modify our expectations and our objectives. I know you don't want to. I know you want to keep everything on your list of what you want, how you want your life to be. But you have to weigh the pros and the cons. Have you been getting more disappointments than great outcomes? And just because you're modifying your expectations and your objectives, it does not mean you're settling. It's just you're making things more realistic. And I believe that disappointments come into our life to to turn that unrealistic list to a more realistic list. 
and disappointments don't come to cause us to be stuck it just causes us to see life in a different light in a different view in a different perspective and it causes us to be humble you know it humbles us disappointments humble us and that's the great thing about it you always want to be a humble person you want to walk in humility you want to walk in integrity you want to learn how it is to see people in a better view and a better perspective you don't always want to be the person that just brushes people off and you know never see you know them for who they really are and when you modify your expectations you begin to see things more clearly and rationally this will likewise help you to alter your objectives and it is very possible that you initially aimed a little too high or too quickly We all do it. There's nothing wrong with you. A modified objective will provide you with a realistic target you can work towards. Let your targets be realistic. You don't want to be trying to shoot at a target in the sky that you can't even see. And, you know, of course, once you hit that mark, you can then raise your bar higher the next time around. So you like these questions are so important. And what to do in the midst of disappointment is another important step in overcoming disappointment. It's difficult to get through life without at times feeling disappointed. You're human after all, y'all. And as a human being, you typically hold expectations of how you would like things to be. And I'm a living witness. Things are not going to always go as you expect them. And set a plan and sometimes it doesn't go as it as you said it. Like we can write on a whole sheet of paper how we imagine our lives to be. And it may not go that way, but it does not mean that you're not going to live a fulfilled life. And expectations are, you know, of course, wonderful as they help us to look forward with anticipation to a desired future. More, moreover, you know, expectations can keep us focused, motivated, and they are critical for goal setting. And whenever you set goals, you create desired outcomes for yourself. And these outcomes, of course, won't always come to fruition. More times than not, things may not turn out as expected. Given this, you need to prepare yourself for handling disappointment. Because when you learn how to handle disappointment, that is an acceleration to be able to get through much more things in life and to keep going forward without finding yourself stuck and just always remember to calm yourself down in the midst of disappointment and I understand you're feeling incredibly disappointed maybe even at this moment and things hasn't quite panned out as you expected it and now you're feeling completely overwhelmed I get it always remember calm yourself down and take a moment to breathe through it you don't have to respond right away but you want to respond in a wise way and you want to make sure you're responding from a clear mind and the key is to give yourself the space you need to clear your mind 
And you don't have to respond right then and there. If you need a couple days <laughs> to clear your mind, to respond in a logical way, do that. You don't have to force yourself to give a response right away. You just need to give yourself that space to clear your mind, you know. And once you're in a more relaxed and calm state of mind, you can begin to think about things somewhat differently. You can see things differently. When we're angry and upset, we don't see logic. We don't see a wise response. We just see the disappointment. And this can help trigger new insights and perspectives. And, you know, it can help you modify your approach moving forward. And sometimes you have to distract yourself. You have to distract yourself by listening to music, by watching a movie, by taking a walk with somebody or whoever, going to the park, um, getting your feet done, getting your nails done, going to the gym, reading a book. You know, these distractions will help you. And I'm not big on distractions. But sometimes you need to just get out of your head. And sometimes you need to just get in a place where you can just have have something that takes your focus off that disappointment because if you never take your focus off the disappointment you will find yourself in a place of always being upset never being able to claw your way out of a a bottomless pit because you're always thinking about the disappointment you've basically made the disappointment so big in your life that everything around you that's great everything that has happened every accomplishment and every goal that you have had in your life you know, because disappointment has came into your life. You've magnified that and you've just basically made everything else small in your life. You made people small, the people that have always been there for you, your your friends that have been in your corner. You've made them small because you've allowed disappointment to overshadow everything. And I just want you to just think for a moment about a time where you were extremely excited about something how did you how did you move like how did you move your body during those moments how did you stand how did you breathe what was your gesture you know this is what most psychologists and from most books I've read they call this a resourceful state of mind and understanding the difference between a resourceful and unresourceful state of mind as it relates back to physiology it's a paramount you know, when it comes to snapping yourself out of disappointment and while experiencing disappointment, pay attention to your um, your body language and how you respond and move and immediately take some adjustments if it's in a negative way. So I wanted to talk about disappointments today. You know, I think disappointments play a huge role in our lives. It's a huge turning point whether we turn in a negative direction or we turn in a positive direction. And we know that disappointment is like a huge, huge cloud, just like a huge cloud of fog. And it is important that we keep in mind that our feelings of disappointment might not always be as we imagine them to be. It can just be an illusion. So... Maybe you really have nothing to be disappointed about. Maybe you it's an illusion that's trying to keep you in a place of being stuck. But it's important to deal with your disappointments. 
and allow your disappointments to transform your perspective. Because if we always see things in a negative light, we're always going to have a negative response. And how you perceive things, you know, you want them to encourage you to move forward with confidence. And you want it to help you adopt to adopt a solution-focused mindset that promotes out-of-the-box thinking. So ask yourself, how long have I been disappointed? What has disappointed me? Do I find myself always thinking that these things always happen to me? I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. And you have to get to the root of why you feel like that. And always remember, there there's always a silver lining. And, you know, in situations, everything happens for a reason. But you have to know why you have to know that it is why is it important that you experience the disappointment and when you get that when you get the answer to that in your own personal life why disappointment has to happen for you to keep going forward because disappointment brings lessons it brings clarity it brings understanding it brings new perspectives and just like a toddler if you always reward them and everything in their life is good when something bad happens they don't know how to respond they don't know what to do, you know, because everything has always been confetti, glitter in their life. And it's, it hasn't been anything where they've had to work their way through it to grow through it. Just like when a toddler falls or when you're trying to potty train a toddler, you know, they have to go through those moments where when they fall, they have to get back up on their own. You can't always be the one to pick them up. And, that, and that's with disappointments. Everyone around us can't always pick us up when we're down. You have to be the one that's willing to put in the work to get to that next place in your life. But we have to deal with our disappointments. We can't suppress them. We can't put them in a bottle and throw them somewhere deep in the back of our mind. Because our disappointments direct us. And it, it creates a mindset that... Anytime something happens that does not make that does not meet our expectations, we already are in a place of believing that this always happens to me. And that's disappointment talking. Disappointment is telling you that nothing will meet your expectations, that your hopes and your dreams and your desires, you won't get to them. You won't accomplish them. And we can't live in that space anymore. It's a dangerous place to live in. So today I wanted to let you know that all of your disappointments provide you with valuable lessons. And you can use these to improve, you know, your chances of success the next time around. And when we do, when we focus on what good can come out of situations we open up our minds for fresh and new ideas and creative things of how to get through things the next time around but when we are closed off to growth we will live in disappointment we will live in a place of feeling like no good will come to us without something bad happening first and that's not how it's supposed to be. So today, I hope you enjoyed our episode on disappointments because you guys, you know how easy it is for us to be disappointed 
for it's just so easy to sit in that seat of disappointment and it's like musical chairs you go from disappointment to resentment to anger to frustration to rebellion you know to closing people out feeling like low self-esteem feeling worthless so it's like we're playing musical chairs and the main chair in the middle is disappointment that's the root so when we get to the root of our disappointments we can find ourselves in a, a much better place to receive new to receive greater and to open up our minds to let greater things come into our lives and let great people come into our lives and not always shut out you know friendships and relationships and shut people out when we've been disappointed you know we we keep the door open for growth so never let disappointment suck the life out of you. Don't let it close the door to growth and open up the door to frustration and letting, you know, all these other things come in, all the anger and, you know, all the resentment. You know, we got to close that door and say, no, I'm not going to be angry or resentful because I went through something or I was disappointed. Instead, I'm going to open the door for growth. How can I grow from this? How can this make my life better? How can I respond in a better way? How can this humble me or how can this direct me and to a better path? So learning to deal with our disappointments is so important. And it is my prayer and my hopes that, you know, if you're listening to this, that you would take the proper time to deal with your disappointments because you matter. Your thoughts matter. How you see yourself matter. Where you're going, it matters. You are the, the, the main piece to the puzzle of your life. And if you don't show up, then the puzzle is always going to be incomplete. So you have to show up. You have to be the one that says... I'm not going to be the main person in my life that causes me not to be able to get to that destination. So ask yourself, what is it that I need to work on? What are the thoughts that are keeping me in a negative place? And you can deal with them. And when you deal with them, that means it's time to move forward. And it's time to reach higher heights. It's time to get in those better places of thinking. And it's time to get more creative. So until next time, thank you guys for tuning in to Everything and More, our episode on disappointments. I hope you have a great day and an awesome, awesome, awesome time. So I'll see you guys next time. And thank you again for always tuning in. Bye.